The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Domain Masters, the longest-running podcast where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. We discuss domains from many different perspectives, including the legal rights of owners and trademark holders, domain values, and monetization strategies. We show you how to utilize domains to drive traffic to your business so you can gain favorable search engine rankings. We discuss power tools of the trade with the power players of the industry every week right here on Domain Masters. Please welcome your host, Victor Pitts. You're listening to Domain Masters on WebmasterRadio.fm. I'm your host, Victor Pitts. This is a special edition of Domain Masters. In fact, it's the 251st episode of the show. We're using this show to look back upon the previous 250 episodes. I'm delighted that you've chosen to listen to this particular episode. If you've never listened to the show before, then this is an excellent first step for you. If you have listened to the show in the past, then I'm sure that you will certainly enjoy listening to the former host of the show share some of their personal feelings and memories from past episodes of Domain Masters. Stay tuned. I hope you enjoy tonight's show. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain, right here on Domain Masters. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the inaugural show of uh, Domain Masters. Uh, I'm Monty Khan. Um, I'm proud to be here. I happen to be in Fort Lauderdale at the wonderful Webmaster Radio Studios. That will be providing great content and um, tips of everything that has to do with domain name monetization, domain name um, branding, all kinds of legal-related issues. We're going to cover um, security, building online identities, domain sales and escrow services, search engine relevancy for domain names, cover some of the major legal and policy issues from ICANN, and really help everyone uh, navigate through some of the hurdles that we face every day and uh, be successful with your domain names. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, you know, we wouldn't be having the show uh, here tonight if it wasn't for the uh, person who uh, started it all. Uh, it took someone to step up and, and say that uh, I'll do it, and, uh, and this is how it will be done. And, and that person, that, that visionary that uh, blazed the trail uh, for Domain Masters and, and all the hosts that uh, followed him was Monty Khan. And we have Monty on the show right now. Uh, welcome back to Domain Masters, Monty Khan. Hi, Victor. Great to be back, and uh, great to be back to uh, Webmaster Radio. Well, Monty, as uh, as we have discussed, uh, Domain Masters is now recorded 250 episodes. That's over 160 hours of, of programming time uh, with with people from uh, uh, all all different uh, uh, aspects and avenues and areas of of the industries, from you know legals to legal counsel. To uh, registrars, to uh, I almost said phone companies, but I decided not to put that one in there. But uh, you basically, we, we have uh, Domain Masters has is, is touched a lot of people and and has uh, uh, covered uh, most uh, most angles of, of this industry as as it has stood in the past and uh, continues to change, and, and I'm sure it will continue to do so. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into uh, the the putting together of a show, the interviewing, the uh, you know. Prepping the guests to, to make them comfortable with the, with the format uh, to to the interview. Um, so with so much uh, uh, time and preparation and, and energy needed for this, um, you being a person who is never short of things to do, and, and when I when you first started the show, you were running multiple companies. Um, you uh, you know had three kids, and uh, we're running a pretty busy life. So what on earth? Uh, motivated you to do a radio show, uh, the first one in the industry on domaining? Well, Victor, it um, basically started by attending a bunch of conferences that were uh, in the search engine uh, field, the affiliate marketing field, and um, in, in various shows like that. And what would happen is, uh, of course, I knew Brandy and Darren, and they 
started Webmaster Radio, I think the year before our inaugural show, um, and they would do a lot of interviews um, on the floors of these shows, Search, Agi- Search Engine Strategies, um, the um, Affiliate uh, Summit, uh, a lot of the conferences that we were at, and they would do a lot of interviewing for all the CEOs that were there and um, you know, put subject topics on the table and have everybody discuss them. And I was always invited in as the domain expert at the time mm-hmm. to give an opinion from a domain standpoint. And um, I did about 15 of these interviews with them and had these roundtable discussions at various shows through the years, as you know. And um, I said to them one day, you know, you know, a lot of people don't think domains are interesting, but the way that domain names have been converting from uh, commodities to assets and some of the things we're doing as a company is making the industry very uh, interesting. We can probably make a show out of it. And I talked to them a couple times about it, not never, you know, thinking it would be serious. And then, uh, they opened up official launch of the new format for Webmaster Radio in, I think, December 2004, and they asked me to be one of the shows. I think they only had four shows on at the time, mm-hmm. and they asked if I would host a show. And uh, so we thought it would be a good idea not only for the uh, for the business of Moniker, uh, but also, more importantly, for the industry and educating the industry um, about what domain names were, how, why they're valuable, the different tips and tricks to make your domain successful, how they interacted with search engine optimization and keyword optimization and buying keywords and how, how powerful domain names were in Google rankings and Yahoo rankings and um, various aspects to be successful. And at the time, there was a lot of maneuvering going on, as you know, mm-hmm. with websites and how to get them to the top and how to get the most traffic. And so this was a very core piece we felt to the whole entire internet industry on what makes the internet successful. And uh, we were able to make um, several shows and have several guests on from all different aspects of the industry and give them a uh, background about the domain industry and then have them tell us why domain names were so important from their side and their perspective. And that's kind of where the show came from. So our first show air date was December 15, 2004. It happens to be kind of one of my favorite because it was the first show and because I was just kind of winging it and probably used the word um and uh and whatever <laughs> more, than I used, more than I used any other word. Well, you had a good show out of it. You, you, you're, um, you know, did you have a background in, in broadcasting? Had you ever done a, a radio show or anything before that uh, first broadcast on the Domain Masters? No, no, no. But, but you know, being a pioneer in the domain industry, we, you know, I was interviewed a lot. So, yeah. You know, I was interviewed a lot, and so I was good. I was decent being interviewed, and we were, you know, we were on television and yeah. on the radio, and of course on Webmaster Radio a lot, and interviewed for a lot of stories whenever we sold big domain names. So right. there was similar things, but you know, being live on the air is a much different scenario, as you know. <laughs> right, right. So, so um, you know, you it was an experiment in, in a sense. I mean, you didn't know if it would take. You you kind of felt that it was interesting, and and you knew that from traveling to the different uh, trade shows and speaking on these at these different conferences and stuff, how people receive the information. And I, I'm sure you anticipated on, on this type of medium, it would be much of the same, but what, what did the market tell you? What kind of feedback did you get? And, and did you get feedback uh, from the marketplace? And I know the answer to this, but I'm asking you anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Well, of, of course we got great feedback and it did kind of correlate with, uh, speaking at conferences because I was basically the only domain person speaking at all these conferences too because I, as you know, I pressed very hard uh, in search engine strategies and the affiliate summit and uh, you know uh, SMX to be a speaker and to talk on the subject of domains and finally people thought it was important enough. So at the same time, we would air shows around those topics and I guess what happened was is that Domain Masters, I think, became Webmaster Radio's number two most popular show Mm-hmm. And remain that for many years. I don't know where it ranks today, but it started getting uh, some 2,000 downloads per week on uh, iTunes. Mm-hmm. And so that was a big indicator that it was a popular show, that people were listening to it. There was a lot of chat going on in the chat board, a lot of questions being asked. So at some points, there was uh, you know 100 some odd people on the chat line while we were doing the show and asking questions and a lot of chatter. So that was kind of cool having interactive chat while the show was going on so you could answer questions. At that time, we didn't do a lot of recording 
it was all live. Right. So so we did a lot of live shows, not recording. So we were interactive with the chat, answering questions, kind of answering those questions live on the radio as we had our guests on. So uh, it was kind of cool to have that kind of interaction back then. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You had the same time slot that you'd have to uh, shoot for. You would have to. Uh, one of the challenges was, of course, I, I know, was getting guests to uh, to line up their schedules uh, with the broadcast schedule. But you know, you had a, a window just like a regular program would. You have a, a window when it's supposed to be recorded and uh, or played, and and everything was done live. And and you just hoped that the phone systems would work and everything would come together. And um, yeah, it was it was quite the quite the adventure you know, back in yeah. the day. So Monty, yeah, we uh, always had uh, we always had the seven o'clock time slot on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. and so and, that, that was our slot every and, day, every week. <laughs> and those early shows that that you did, and a few of them that I I filled in for you on, and as well as some other guests like uh, Ron Ron Jackson, uh, uh, John Berryhill, some people like it there. Howard New, I think, filled in for some some shows too. Those early shows were uh, full hour long uh, format, and and so you had to. To, uh, uh, fill it with you know meaningful content that would want people you know you'd want people of course to not only tune in but to stay tuned in through the whole thing and, and find it interesting so you know it usually meant uh, two or more uh, guests and that was a, a challenge um, as, as well um, yeah well you- it, it started off a challenge but you know once you got into the conversations and how interesting it really turned out to be you know something that you would think would be boring mm-hmm. it really got in depth and, and a lot of people opened up and I and, and as you know, when I ran the shows, um, I made it very clear to the guests I had on. And I had some very strategic guests uh, on purpose. I had people that were very successful in the domain industry, very successful in search engine strategies, mm-hmm. very very successful in, in affiliate marketing, very successful in keyword buying, very successful in um, IP and trademark protection. And they all had their little secrets. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I was able to do is get them to share those secrets to the public mm-hmm. uh, and to the listeners so that everybody would learn and get something out of the show. And and thank God that happened. And you guys, as you continue to carry the show forward, all the other guests, mm-hmm. I mean, all the other hosts, uh, were able to still squeeze that kind of uh, that kind of juice out of our guests and, and get them to share things they would never share at a conference when they're speaking out in the open. But for some reason, on the radio with us, mm-hmm. they were able to share things that were you know special tri- tips and tricks. And every show, somebody walked away with a couple things that they never knew before. And that was kind of cool. Oh, a- absolutely! And the whole thing is, is uh, as as you, um, the title of the show is Domain Masters, isn't necessarily uh, pinning that uh, moniker. No pun intended upon ourselves, the host. Um, but the whole thing is, is our, our guests are, are masters in some aspect of domains or in a lot of aspects, and and that collectively each of us that tune in and each of us that participate uh, in the program are, are learning something, and all of us are trying to become masters uh, of uh, of this industry. This this elusive title that keeps on changing, and you have to keep learning more and more and more as new things change. You know about the industry is is absolutely fascinating. Um, Monty, uh, you, you did a lot of episodes, I think. In in, in total, you did close to a hundred uh, of the episodes, uh, and I'll have the exact total up on my uh, my blog site uh, tomorrow. But I, I want to ask you: uh, Was there one? I think you kind of alluded to it, but I want to come back to that question. Uh, what was uh, your favorite episode uh, out of all the episodes that you you hosted? What was the favorite one, and and why was it? Well, I, I mean, I don't have a single favorite episode. I think the the, the first show is kind of historic, just because. Um, we were trying to fill the content, and it turned out to be pretty good. Jay Berkowitz from Ten Golden Rules was our uh, director of marketing at the time, and uh, it was either in the first show or the second show, I think, where he did his Ten Golden Rules um, with domains and applied his Ten Golden Rules to domains. So I think it was the second show, but it was a pretty second, good, yeah. yeah, it was a pretty good show for 2004, and gave a lot of interesting information that actually is very real and apparent today. That you could still apply those ten rules today, and it would people would think that was the application for today and it was back in 2004 that so that was kind of interesting I always liked having John Berryhill and some of the lawyers on even though everybody would think that's kind of boring but because they revealed so much about what was going on with the various changes in ICANN rules and regulations and reverse hijacking of domains and um, UDRP and intellectual property because back then you know things were just kind of uh, making the rules as they go so I had <laughs> I had the top domain specialist lawyers on. I had Stephen Lieberman. I had um, John Berryhill. I had uh, um, I had um, um, uh, who's it? Uh, Peter from 
from from Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the the best shows was Matt Cutts of Google and having him on um, in the very early days because he never would do interviews. Yeah, that's um, ma- that's a major. Know. That was a major accomplishment getting him. Yeah, that was Jan- yeah, that was January twenty six two thousand and five. He. I got him on, and it was only because um, we spoke at a conference together. I think it was uh, it was uh, search engine strategies or something. And I found out he went to University of Kentucky, and I went to University of Kentucky. Yeah. So we we had something in common, and uh, he did me a big favor and got on the show. And he's never on the radio, never does interviews. He does speak at the conferences, but he never shares love, you know. And he he shared a lot of love on that show. That was uh, that was kind of cool. Right. And then I had Tim Mayer on in another show from Yahoo. I don't know which episode that was, but it was pretty uh, interesting too. So it was kind of. Um, um, Matt's counterpart uh, back in the early days, yeah. but I think I hosted all the shows or most of the shows from 2004 through 2007 or eight or something. And yeah. um, we had so many interesting shows; it, it's it's hard to pin anyone down. Yeah, a- absolutely. So, well, listen. What we're going to do at this uh, stage, Monty, is we're going to sit back and, and actually listen uh, to uh, some of that uh, episode. So, uh, <laughs> listeners, stay tuned. You're listening to Domain Masters. This is Victor Pitts on WebmasterRadio.fm. I, I got to ask you because it keeps coming up over and over again. The mysterious sandbox uh, uh-huh. where people think that new domains are being classified and put into, and that they're not being rated as high or whatever. Can you talk to, talk about what you can talk about regarding the sandbox and that that whole um, that whole subject? The idea, according to these folks, is that you know my site doesn't show up where it should show up. It's it's not ranking where I would expect it to rank, which is a little hard to define since you know it's it's hard to say where you should be ranking. Sometimes people have intuition. Sometimes people don't have intuition. The other thing that's a common misperception is, is many, many new sites you know, show up just fine. So for, for various random queries, uh, you don't have a problem finding new sites. And so that's, that's another complicating factor where uh, often whenever you see people talking about it online, they'll say, yeah, my, my site that doesn't feel like it's showing up, and then you'll have someone else saying, well, my, my site is, so I don't know quite what is going on with your site. Um, the sorts of things that I can say as far as the sandbox is, uh, you know, anytime you have an established site with a good reputation, you know, if you're thinking about uh, uh, just moving to a different domain name just because you want to, you know, you might want to think about that a little bit more. Um, it, the whole idea of a sandbox is is kind of interesting because it, it brings into play the time value of of sites and of domains and that sort of thing. And so, when so, you say time value, do you mean the time how new a domain name is, yeah, or yeah. or if it's been in existence for a while, how long it's actually had content? I mean, right. What and specifically can you share that will help us? You know, well, help help uh, help our customers so that they know what not to do and what to do. Certainly. Well, definitely one thing that's easier to get is is how long a domain has been created. You know, for example, uh, there's lots of ways you can do that. You could say the first time you saw a link to it, the first time you actually crawled a page from that domain. You could say the creation date from who is. There's a whole bunch of different ways that you can kind of get a, a proxy of, of how old a domain is. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's definitely the case that, you know, Rather than building up 150 tiny little domains, it's often more worthwhile to concentrate on a smaller amount of domains, you know, one domain and just sort of target to show up for more niche queries, uh, start out small. I could also say don't, don't start by targeting, you know, the, the most contested, you know, heavily fought for kind of queries. You want to start out by saying, well, what's the niche that I can carve out on my own? What's a good space with specific keywords, the sort of thing where when people do find me, they're clearly looking for what I've got as far as information or product, and they'll convert very, very well. And then once you sort of build up that base of very specific things that you show up for, then you become more well-known. You've got a, a better reputation. It's more likely that people will link to you. You'll, you'll you know, start to be a more established site. Domain Masters will be back after this short break. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. 
As you know, being an expert at f- What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on a Quizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement, webmasterradio.fm. It's like radio with a Ph.D. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. We're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. Here's Victor Pitts. Now we're going to be introducing you to another frequent host on Domain Masters. In fact, he's hosted 18 shows of Domain Masters by himself, and he's been the guest host on at least three others, as well as he's been a, a guest of, of the uh, Domain Masters uh, sitting on the other side of, of the interview table quite a few times as well. Uh, this is the one and only Jonathan Frakes. Jonathan, welcome to Domain Masters. <laughs> Victor, I hope I live up to that uh, introduction. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, you know... It, can you believe it, man? It's been 250 episodes, and when you think about this is a weekly show that in the beginning started off in, a, in an hour-long format and then, you know, over time switched to more of the uh, 30, 35-minute, you know, format, but uh, 250 shows, 250 weeks worth of, of episodes, and you, and you add up how many minutes of content that is all about the domain industry uh, from people that have helped to shape this industry and have provided direction, whether it be the direction to go to or go away from. But, uh, you know, you know, you've been you've been a part of that. So, uh, Jonathan, tell us a, a little bit what motivated you to uh, accept the the hosting duties the first time and, and multiple times on Domain Masters. Oh, well, thanks. Um, Victor, you, you know what? I will tell you this. Um, you, know, you know, for as many hours, as many different interviews there have been, this is a really cool industry. Like, there's tons of innovation and all kinds of cool entrepreneurial spirit. And, um, you know, those of you who know me know that I founded both the Domain Roundtable Conference as well as the Domain Fest uh, events. And, uh, you know, really, I'm all about helping educate people, bring new blood and new people in, create a forum for sharing new ideas, help to mash up different um, uh, people, you know, with different ideals and different mindsets and, you know, really educate uh, on the industry. I mean, I'm, I'm very passionate about the domain industry. Those of you who, who know me, you know, I've been, I've been at this for 15 years and it's just such there's no industry less with with so much um, raw opportunity and you know people that still even absent a you know dot com boom for lack of a better term mm-hmm. can can really come in and move the needle in their own personal financial uh, arena with some smart choices and so um, I, I I just uh, I've I was asked by Monty Khan you know everybody knows the great Monty Khan and. He's always been uh, of like mind to help promote and expand awareness of uh, the domain industry. And, you know, he, he said, hey, Jonathan, would you like to help out with Domain Masters? And it was, a, you know, it took me, uh, you can measure it in nanoseconds. Hmm. You know, you had me at hello. If it was anybody else, it would have been you had me at hell no. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I just, you know, Monty's somebody who I've gotten the privilege of working with before and 
gotten to know and, and you know uh, obviously very well respected very well liked in the industry probably one of the biggest subject matter experts on uh, the domain industry and it was a, just a privilege to uh, to step up and help out I, I felt it was a, an honor Jonathan, you um, you for, you're one guy I know that has uh, certainly traveled the world um, as as you've uh, worked and, and been involved in the domain industry from from many different uh, many different perspectives and uh, in attending uh, ICANN meetings, uh, participating in, in sessions. Um, you've you've been involved with a lot of different companies at uh, you know all levels of the industry and uh, are considered throughout the industry as being a well connected guy. Um, so with all that connectiveness that you have and, and have had since uh, you've hosted uh, you know domain masters, what kind of um, feedback have you received over over the years regarding uh, people listening? D- does that ever happen to you? Do people come up and comment on, on one of the episodes that they heard you do an interview on? Uh, yeah, I, I have had, uh, well, you know, the most interesting comment, you know, I, I walk a lot of the academic governance, uh, when, you know, kind of walls, uh, and hallways with the ICANN stuff and, uh, you know, really for them, they don't understand the marketplace, the robust secondary market and, um, uh, you know, all of the opportunity that exists in the domain industry is really isolated, from the the registries and some of the people doing governance, uh, and so you know some of the interviews with some of the um, key domain entrepreneurs in the space have been a good opportunity to help both um, I think educate as well as sort of eliminate the um, typical visceral sort of initial r- response. And in fact, you know, a couple, one of the most interesting to answer your question, one of the most interesting things that I had happen was you know it's almost like. Those in the the, uh, the ICANN community, it's almost like, uh, ooh, there's a there's a domainer. Ooh, can I can I touch him? You know, <laughs> almost like this fascination, like uh, you know, like meeting uh, meeting uh, a talking monkey or something. You know, it, and it, and it's like um, it's been good to kind of uh, you know break down some of those walls and some of those um, I think stereotypes. It's been a great opportunity to do that. I think it's really moved out of the way a lot of the obstacles to doing business and, mm-hmm. and creating opportunity for people who are domain entrepreneurs. Well, I, I'm sure that with uh, you know all the shows that you've uh, you, you've hosted or, or guest hosted on, you got to have a particular episode that was your your favorite. So, what was your favorite domain masters episode and, and why? You know what? It's easy. I can tell you really quickly, <laughs> the one that stood out the most, I still laugh about it. It was, um, uh, it was uh, almost five years ago uh, when I was interviewing uh, John Barry Hill. I had interviewed uh, probably four different people from different facets of uh, the halls and the hallways at, uh, at ICANN in Paris uh, in 2008. It was June. And uh, I had gone to see uh, Carlos Santana with uh, my, my lovely and wonderful significant other, and uh, I ran into John Berryhill and asked him some questions about, uh, you know, had you seen the sites and, you know, what is your answers on uh, what do you think new top-level domains are going to happen? And interestingly enough, you know, his response, uh, and they'll, they'll probably edit it in, but um, his response was that he typically says five years from when somebody asks. And interestingly enough, it looks like they're probably going to hit the root in 20, 2013, <laughs> which is clockwork. Mm-hmm. You know, tick the box next to Mr. Uh, Mr. Burial having a great, uh, as always, finger on the pulse. But what I really loved about that interview was this: we had this great sort of uh, dynamic banter going back and forth. And you know, I asked him if he'd seen the sites in uh, in uh, in Paris while he was there after because I ran into him at the Santana concert. And uh, you, you know, the interchange is just really funny. We we just really had a good little game of uh, pong going there. And I'll I'll let the replay tell the story, but that just always is stood out to me that that was really fun and, and as always you know for those of you who don't know john barry hill he's just a tremendously knowledgeable guy uh you know for all his accolades just a genuine authentic cool guy and uh really funny so it was a it was a real pl- pleasure to uh to have the chance to interview him there in paris no doubt having uh with john barry hill is certainly a treat 
know to interview. I've had a lot of good ones with him as well, and he's he's always delight so full of information, but he has such an interesting take and perspective and delivery on on that information that just uh, you know makes you crack up. But he's always providing you with uh, you know good sound <laughs> information to boot. But he has an unusual delivery system. It's incredible. Well, listen, Jonathan, I appreciate you uh, you know joining us on this. Uh, um, look back on, on Domain Masters. What we're going to be doing now is uh, actually uh, playing some of the, uh, the interviews that, uh, that you hosted. So uh, listen in. <laughs> well, to those of you in the audience, thank you. And keep domaining and keep uh, your interest in um, Domain Masters. Keep it alive and be the master of your domain. Well said. Well said. Thanks, Jonathan. Cheers, Victor. Thank you for the opportunity and privilege. It is my privilege and pleasure to uh, to speak with a person who's also guest hosted the show and, and a longtime uh, uh, contributor to uh, the Domainer world, uh, Mr. John Berryhill, who's with me here in Paris at the ICANN meeting. Thank you, Jonathan. And at first, I have to say that uh, I'm very saddened uh, by the passing of uh, George Carlin earlier this week, uh, who has probably. Uh, inspired me to summarize ICANN meetings generally in as few as seven words. <laughs> well, he, he was an inspirational man, and uh, the world will mourn his passing. I, I personally uh, I personally agree with that. And, and um, that's a real downer note. I'm going to drop a toaster in a bathtub here, but I'm going to try to bring it up uh, bring it up a notch to positive things. New top-level domains, people are really excited about that. Uh, can you tell me how excited you are about new top-level domains? I've been excited about new top-level domains ever since 1996 when John Postel was receiving expressions of interest in them. And uh, since about 1998, the answer has always been, uh, when will we have new top-level domains? Uh, the answer is five years from when, whenever you ask. Ah, so it's sort of a sliding uh, horizon. I've been in a continuous state of excitement now for 12 years because... They're just around the corner. So you're saying it's more like a dog named Stay syndrome. You know, you name your dog Stay, and then he, you know, you call him, "Come here, Stay. Come here, Stay." And the yeah. poor dog just ends up whining and scuffling his butt across the floor towards you. Is what you're saying? So uh, the other thing I'd say, uh, <laughs> sorry, John, <laughs> it was good to see you at the Santana conference or concert last night uh, here in Paris. That was uh, quite a show. Would you agree? I've been enjoying all the parasites. Yes. <laughs> Actually, the other the other day, I managed to see the entrance to the Paris Hilton. Uh, she was she was getting out of a car and wearing a short skirt. Oh my goodness! Uh, well, that's quite an eyeful. Uh, bum. Now back to Domain Masters. All right, I'm here now with Chef Patrick, Patrick Rodell. Patrick was also one of our hosts on Domain Masters. In fact, uh, he hosted a total of 11 shows, um, hosted, co-hosted. He did a number of them with... Uh, with Morgan Linton uh, on the show. He also did one with me. And and one thing that, uh, with Chef Patrick's show, you can say there was uh, not only enlightening, but always uh, entertaining as well. He's a fun fun guy to listen to. Uh, so, Patrick, welcome once again to Domain Masters, but this time on that side of the house. How you doing? <laughs> Good. I've been on this end of it a few times, and uh, this I is still true. enjoy it. This is uh, first, let me say congratulations on uh, 250 episodes. That's amazing, and I know that uh, you, you've been the uh, bulk part of that. So, you know, congratulations to you. Well, it's quite an accomplishment, uh, really, for for any show uh, to have that kind of longevity and, and over twenty thousand minutes of uh, a recording uh, all about the domain industry, of which uh, you know each of us brought a little something to it. And and you know, speaking of that, I, I know personally how much work that there is involved. Uh, when we say there's twenty thousand. Uh, minutes of of program time. There was time to organize interviews and and coordinate what you're going to be talking about, doing research and preparing for the show, as well as some follow up stuff that would go on after that. And and that's not including the work of uh, the good folks over at Webmaster Radio to to put it together. So with all that work that uh, goes into it, um, I got to ask you, Chef, um, what was the motivation for you to get involved with the show and and uh, to give up your time like that? Sure, I got to be honest. I, I think it's, uh, it's it's two things, and it was part of evolution. Uh, first was 
self-fulfilling. Um, you know, it was all about my brand at one point in my career, uh, in the domain career, and it was just another avenue to get the Chef Patrick brand out. Mm-hmm. Um, but after I started, you know, it wasn't about that anymore. It was really more about how can I give back to the community. You know, you know, like you said, we put a lot of time into preparation and then even follow up, and, and it's it's free, right? We don't get paid for it. It's it's more of a love of the a love of the actually doing it. Um, so, very quickly for me, it turned into, you know, wow, this is great. I'm actually giving back to the domain community, you know, however I can with whatever information or interviews I can share. So after you, you took over the show, um, you uh, you can you was with Moniker at the time, and you were doing some uh, traveling, and uh, you, you did the in cruise. So you're another guy that that gets around and uh, and travels and meets people. Um, what kind of feedback did you get from people? Were was anyone listening to the show? And if so, what did they what did they tell you about Domain Masters? <laughs> uh, people definitely were listening to the show. I think you know the, the bulk of our industry listens to it. Uh, you know the big and the small players, and uh, you know the feedback I got was just phenomenal. Everybody says you know you're doing a good job, or we like. For me, you know, we had changed the format around a little bit. You remember me and Morgan were doing more of conversational pieces. Um, you know, they liked that format as well as the interview style. So we did both. Um, but the bottom line was they were learning from it, and that's what everybody really loved. And, and you know, even back to when you were doing it, and uh, now you're back doing it, everybody said the same thing I know when I was around you, that, hey, that's the guy that does the Domain Masters show, and, you know, we've learned so much. So uh, very, very positive feedback. I, I don't think I got one ounce of negative feedback from our industry. You and Morgan, I know I'd, I'd listened to some of your shows here over the weekend as as I went through trying to pick out some of my favorite episodes and kind of get a feel for some of the things that we talked about. Um, you guys had some really, really entertaining shows and some, some excellent guests. you got to have a favorite. What was your, your favorite Domain Masters uh, episode and, and why was it? Um, so the, uh, for me, there's two. Uh, one is the uh, the CEO of .co um, of course, his name's slipping my mind right now. I think it was uh, Joe Johnson or something. Oh, this is terrible. I'm saying this. I forget. But uh, the CEO of .co, and we were, you know, this was when uh, the sale. It was. Uh, it was uh, Jonathan Johnson. Is that who you're talking yes, about? Thank yeah, you. Jonathan uh, Johnson. Yeah, that was an outstanding interview. Um, so that one was was really cool. That was right after the O.co sale. Mm-hmm. You know, I was able to get in with him and, and learn more of their process. And he explained, you know, why they buy domain names and why they don't buy certain names. They're not in it for, you know, generic keywords. They're in it just for, you know, the brandability and, and protecting the O brand or the uh, Overstock at the time. Um, you know, and, and, and then my second favorite show would be when me and Morgan were just talking. You know, just like you and I are now, we just had conversations. And it was so cool that, you know, we have a chat room and we did the shows live. So guests uh, or, or people, listeners, could just chat with us um, and type in their questions, and me and Morgan would talk about that. And we, it's the show that you do on the fly that was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a couple times we even had people call into the show because there's a call-in number. So uh, the live shows were really fun for me. Outstanding. Well, we uh, we enjoyed listening to your shows, and we look forward to having you back again. Uh, on Domain Master sometime, maybe either as a, a guest host or, or as a guest, uh, as we continue to follow the uh, life and times of, of Patrick Rodell. So thanks a lot, Patrick. And now what we're going to do is actually play some clips from some of your episodes. So stay tuned. Awesome. Thanks so much, Victor. We actually have uh, Jonathan Johnson, the president of Overstock.com, and we left you off with a question. Morgan, what was that question? We were asking him about uh, development plans for uh, for O.co. You know, we're not sure how we're going to use it yet. We were approached by the .co folks uh, about it, knew that it was uh, something that we wanted to have and be part of our brand, uh, and so we worked quickly to close the deal. Uh, but we need to figure out, uh, talk with our marketing folks and, and see exactly how we're going to use it. You know, I could see... I could see putting it to uh, a a portion of our business, or I could see at some point in the future as Overstock uh, changes from being a liquidation outlet to more of a, a general retailer that sells all kinds of things to using that as our main site. But uh, for now, we're still trying to figure it out. 
thank you so much for getting in and calling in. I know you uh, have a, a dinner meeting to go to, so this was uh, very appreciative this for is, you to, to squeeze this us is in. way more fun. So, so what's the dinner? Is it some big DACO celebration? A little bit. Um, no, it's, it's sort of like a, it's not exactly um, a celebration, more of a planning for the next year and just looking forward, to, uh, thanking folks for the, the past year. We're going out with our, uh, our partner, Newstar, and our entire extended team. So we have about 20, 20 folks um, to start, uh, you know, just to say thanks and to start really brainstorming at the highest level, like what we want to do for the next, for the Encore as we go forward. Domain Masters will be back after this short break. Stay tuned. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try my SEO tool risk-free today. Go to myseotool.com. Myseotool.com. November 16th, 2004. The beginning of webmasterradio.fm and its immediate impact on the internet business world. AdTech. AFCON. Search Engine Strategies. Conversion Conference. Search Bash. Affiliate Bash. We bring you the most extensive and detailed trade show coverage, coast to coast and worldwide. Trade show coverage delivered your way. Download it on demand now. On webmasterradio.fm. Radio's Virtual Autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm, moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. We're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. Here's Victor Pitts. You know, when I ask myself the same question as I asked the, the uh, other host, uh, what was my motivation? Uh, for hosting the show. And, and so the opportunity to, to reach a lot of people on, on a one-to-one basis. And, and I'm truly fascinated by the you know the entrepreneurial spirit of the domain industry. And, and I love all things internet and always, always have since the, the late 1980s. In fact, I've, I've just been fascinated by this industry and I've participated at all levels of the industry. So it gives me an opportunity to stay plugged in with those, uh, those people that help to shape and, and move the industry. And, um, and I really enjoy that. Uh, so the show enables me to speak with a lot of people about domains. And I, I learn from them and I share our findings with our, our listeners um, I enjoy working with the team at uh, Webmaster Radio, who does a great job of managing the show, uh, the time crisis, the bad phone connections uh, with the guest, and, and, and the distribution of the show to such a large uh, online network. So um, it's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy doing it. It is, it is work at times, but uh, it's, it's a uh, you know, work that uh, I can take a lot of pleasure in. What kind of uh, market feedback um did I get from from Domain Masters from hosting uh, Domain Masters? Uh, well, I'll, I'll say that while I was at Moniker, the uh, company participated in as much as 48 industry trade shows uh, a year, and, and I attended um, a good number of, of those shows. Uh, these trade shows were on business categories ranging from domainer shows, um, 
and, and search marketing to advertisement and brand building, um, all the way down to you know niche categories such as uh, online dating, online gaming, intellectual property rights, adult entertainment. Um, and as we attended these shows, uh, we excited a lot of people about domain names. And, and many of these uh, people turned to Domain Masters as a source of, of continued education material about the industry. Uh, the site grew virally. And uh, I know that for a fact, both Monty and myself were approached by many people that we've never met before um, that or that we did meet but had met long, long ago at one of these trade shows. These people had listened to Domain Masters and they were inspired by what they heard. And, and it always motivated me when I heard those things. As far as uh, any particular episode that's my favorite and why, um, you know, I'm going to cheat here uh, since I'm the one doing the show currently and, and give myself two spots. Um, I got a, a single episode, and, and then I have one which is a theme. As far as a single episode, my favorite uh, happened in October, um, October 7th of 2009. And, and the title of it was just, uh, uh, you know, having some fun with it. It says, When Chocolate Meets Peanut Butter. Um, and, and this is an uh, interview I did with uh, uh, Steve Kazieff, uh, president and founder of Name uh, Pursuit uh, Incorporated, and Tony Casella, who's the president and founder of Website Advertisement Limited. And, and Steve is a domainer, and Tony's a developer, and in a sense, they're both domainers, and in a sense, they're both developers, but they both, to, both took two different approaches. And, and I love the personal interaction uh, with each of these guys uh, they have with each other as well as uh, the interaction they had with me. Uh, it's a down-to-earth down to discussion. Um, it was fantastic. Um, I encourage you to listen to the show. I'm sure that you'll be um, inspired by this story. So that's my favorite one, and we're going to let you listen to a clip of it in just a moment. Um, the the favorite theme uh, of the show for, for me was uh, one that I did uh, on the SEO series. Uh, for for four consecutive weeks, I had SEO specialists come in, some of the top people in the industry, each from a different company. And with each and every one of them, I asked them the same set of questions. It was all related to how domains fit into a search engine strategy uh, for a company. And uh, each of the SEO experts weighed in on, on the, the questions. And, and essentially, they were all these independent SEO companies were all in, in unison with their, their ideals. They had maybe a slightly different uh, spin to it, but uh, they all agreed that the domain is, is a very, very important part of uh, an SEO strategy and does uh, help to contribute to driving traffic. Uh, you know, to your to your website by choosing a, a good domain with good keywords in it, and so those are those are some very good shows too. And you'll get a chance to listen to a few quotes uh, from that. So enjoy. I developed the sites for a couple of reasons. We had some people; they've asked, um, "Could we advertise on your site?" Um, and that's what gave me AirportService.com was probably one of the first sites I started with development. So it was airportservice.com. Uh, we had a limousine company saying, what do you want for the domain? And I said, well, I, I don't want anything for the domain. At that time, I wasn't interested in selling. So he says, well, could you put my company up there? I said, sure. So I put this guy up there for free. Then I had another company ask me, can you put my company up there? So now I'm saying I have to make the site look good. It's going to cost them. So, you know, lo and behold, now we have over 3,000 limousine companies on our website. Uh, Stephen, back to you. Um, yeah. So, so you're building out some sites here, and and you're beginning to do some geo domain type of uh, development. Um, so, we just heard what uh, what what Tony had to say that you know his right now at least for you know for some properties that build up enough traffic to have a, a good carved out enough niche and a good targeted uh, you know uh, visitor group that comes to it that you know advertisers to kind of seek you out. Uh, does it work away with you and your names too, or do you have to do you have to pitch outward? You have to bring in um, you know advertisers and, and and sell the advantages of being listed on your website. Exactly how do you monetize the names now that you're beginning to develop out versus PPC? The two names that I just city names that I just purchased recently, maybe about two months ago, they are right here in my hometown. I work. My office is in Kew Gardens. And I purchased QGardens.com. I live in Jamaica States, which is the neighboring neighborhood, which is Fresh Meadows. FreshMeadows.com. 
I picked up these two names recently, two months ago. I am now in actual development. So to answer your question, I do the opposite of what Tony is. I'm actually going to get up there, get in my car, and go visit businesses and asking them to advertise on QGardens.com. But before I do that, before I actually walk in to a store or to, you know, Barnes & Nobles, we have a city, a big city. So before I do that, I need to kind of advertise the site. So what I'm doing is I'm spending time now trying to find out what is the best way to advertise the site, either through billboards, uh, putting the advertisement on buses, doing it on, on bus stops. They have these stands where you can advertise. Many ideas come to mind because the best way is to market something and then walk into an office and say, hey, we have a site. A lot of times domainers get offers on domains. And a lot of, most of these people who offer the product on the, the domains, they usually say, oh, you know, how much do you want for, i just give you an example, uh, institutions.com. Well, I told the person, we want 100000 for it. They said, oh, oh, I was willing to pay $100. And I think every domain that goes through, through that. We have a lot of people knocking at the door. We have a lot of tire kickers. But nobody's really buying. Nobody's, I mean, not everybody's buying $100,000 domains every day. So what I suggest is turn those sales or potential sales into advertisers. So you know what? You can't afford to have the domain. Do you want to advertise on it? That's so a good that, point. That's, that's pretty much where, where you know, I, I was going with it. You know, there's a lot of ways to, to monetize a website. A lot of ways you can do business online, I should say. Uh, you know, there's, there's people out there that are, are selling, you know, products and selling services directly from their website. There's people that are using their website to link to affiliate programs. And there's lots of affiliate programs to choose from. Well, you pick, pick a subject. There's, there's an affiliate Correct. program for it. So there's lots of ways of doing it. Now, the thing that's in common, you guys are both taking different approaches. In Steve's approach, he's actually contacting people face-to-face. And, and because he's selling some of his sites or, or geo-targeted type of sites, and, and he's out there interacting with people on a, on a one-on-one basis, and, um, and that's a, a, there's a lot of other domainers that are doing the same kind of thing. In the case of, of you, Tony, you, you're talking about you don't meet all of your clients, and many of them you just have a virtual relationship, and that's good enough. But the one thing that's common, Regardless of whether you're selling a product or a service or an affiliate program or you're selling advertisement, whatever your method of, method, or of, of monetization for the domain name, it's, you still have to have the product itself. You still have to have the traffic coming to the website. So what's the key? How do you guys get traffic to your website? How do you build up that side of it to make it attractive to these advertisers or to make it something where you can actually make money through an affiliate program or actually have customers to come by and sell? What's the key to doing that? Well, if the question is to me, I only develop sites that when I park them, I see type in traffic. Those are the ones that I actually, I go from that aspect. I just say this name has type in traffic. I want to build on it. Tony has a little bit different. He can take any name with no traffic, SEO it, and, and get traffic to it. Well, Tony, you explain how you do it. Well, you know, what I do is I generally pick my top domains. You know, when you have over a 1,000 domains, uh, that's a lot of development. And I'm going to admit I don't develop all of my domains. It's, it's close to impossible. Maybe someday I will. I really doubt it. Uh, one of the, the big questions is, is uh, regarding the usage of uh, acquiring domain names that have things like uh, existing backlinks or, or a high Google page rank, if that would be an indicator of, of value that these people could, uh, could trust uh, in order to do redirects and uh, to, to their sites in order to increase the traffic. Because it's all about getting eyeballs to your website and, and using... Uh, acquiring names and doing redirects, such as 301 redirects, is that, a, is that a good strategy? Well, the strategy will benefit if we're talking about quality sites, quality domains, and, you know, similar topics. If you have the opportunity to buy a dropout domain, you know, they have thousands of links, but they all come from spammy sites, and you redirect that domain to a highly trusted site, perhaps that might not affect you know, your, 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 your main site. Why? Because you already built quality and trust factors. 
But if you're talking about redirecting that same domain with lots of spamming links to a brand new site, then most likely that all that spam and all those, you know, non-quality factors will be translated to the new domain. So we have to be careful with that, and we have to analyze, you know, what was the prior role of the domain. So you're saying that um, the creation date of a domain name, which is which you can uh, see by looking at the who is record and the expiration date, those two things are factors of which Google weighs in on in terms of uh, route making a decision if this is a uh, a trusted uh, a trusted source of information for the particular search term. Absolutely. Uh, in, in my professional experience, I found that uh, a lot of times uh, websites that are registered for ten to fifteen years. Um, tend to do better in the SERPs than uh, domains that have been registered for maybe a year or two. Uh, and really what Google's looking at this factor for um, is, you know, if you register your domain for 10 or 15 years, you're in it for the long haul. Um, Google knows you're serious. You're not some sort of fly-by-night scam uh, one-page website that's going to disappear. Um, so Google is looking at that. Not only that, but the expiration date as well. I'm glad you mentioned that because, um, you know, once a domain has been expired, Google is sort of, um, cutting off all authority at that point, saying, well, you know, you let your domain expire. Um, how useful could your website be to the Internet community? Um, so it's very important that people stay up to date on um, expired donate domains to renew them at the appropriate time, but also to renew them for the appropriate length of time. It, once again, it's a little more upfront investment, uh, but in the long run, that's going to really help your, your SERP uh, search results um, for your industry's target keywords. Being this, uh, this show, Domain Masters, is uh, largely about domains and, and things that touch domains, let's chat just a few minutes about how domains uh, can be in, used in search. Um, what, what is your, your perspective on that? Well, I, I think you've got you know, a couple different perspectives when it comes to domains. First of all, there's the uh, site architectural issues, right, which may not be what's in the mind of most, say, domainers when they're thinking about search and domains. But... If you're building a website, you have a lot of decisions you make. Do you uh, branch out a particular website into its own subdomain, or do you put it into its own standalone domain? And when you start splitting a website up, are you going to divide the potential link traffic that's coming to you? If you have registered multiple domains that you're hoping may uh, pull in some direct navigation traffic for your site, are you going to be, um, you know, 301 redirecting them over? And if so, then you're going to ensure that you're getting a lot more of the um, potential link traffic that could be out there going into one place, to where some people may not think about that and they just resolve all the domains to the same website, but they don't change the URL or the domain structure. And then, you know, the site may be bookmarked in many different ways, and that can cause you issues down the line. Now back to Domain Masters. Oh, what a trip it's been. Well, folks, when you listen to Domain Masters, you know this. The show was founded upon the principles of sharing knowledge. That knowledge will be about the domain industry. When that knowledge is shared, the listeners, and thus the industry, grow stronger. We've come to the close of another edition of Domain Masters, the radio show where you learn to be the master of your domain. I'm your host, Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. All of our shows are archived at webmasterradio.fm as well as podcasts on such popular locations as iTunes, Google, and Yahoo. Come back to webmasterradio.fm next week for another informative Domain Masters episode. Till then, best wishes, and from each of the former hosts, we say... Be the master of your domain. Where you can be the master of your domain. Be the master of your domain. Till then, best wishes, and I hope that you're each the master of your domain. Good night, folks. I, I'm done for the evening. I don't know about you, Morgan. Uh, where do I'm you want trying. everybody to check you out at? These lights are... I'm, I'm getting cooked here. <laughs> sweating. Uh, you can yeah, check me out at Morgan, morganlinton.com. It's easy. Morgan, MorganLinton.com. Thank you for being my co-host, and I look forward hey, to... Thank you. Maybe thank you so much, Patrick, for having me on here. I appreciate it. Like I guess we'll have Andrew Allman, uh, Adam Strong, maybe Ron Jackson, some more co-hosts. Brasco? Yes? A, be the master of your domain. How am I supposed <laughs> to say that? Help me. Just at the end of the show, remember yes. to make sure that you are each the master of your domain. Say it dramatically. Make it dramatic. So, be the master of your domain. This is your host, Chef Patrick of ChefPatrick.com, signing off saying, be the master of your domain. I am the master of my domain. Ask my wife. Ow, quit pinching my butt. Quit pinching it. $6 million, $2.2 million, $2.4 billion.
million dollars, six million dollars. Then just kick an ass with domain names. Monty, 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 Monty. And what's been your highest domain name sale? How much money was it for? It was approximately $144,000. About one hundred fifty grand. That's correct. Okay, great. You have had eBay by rent.com and shopping.com for a combined $1.4 billion. Monty, 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 Monty. Be the master of your domain. Literally, probably 90 days after buying it uh, for $80,000, Interbrew bought it for $7 million. We appraised the property and helped get it sold for $3.4 million. It was the most valuable asset that they had, $6 million or $10 million on a domain name. When we sold Autos.com for $2.2 million, people thought it was nuts, too. <laughs> domain Masters, only on Webmaster Radio. Be the master of your domain.